Hello. Oh, I thought you were going to like ask a question and do the intro now. Oh. Oh. We're going to do a bit different today. Sorry, <laughs> I interrupted you there. Go ahead and introduce the podcast, please, Lucy Davis. I'm so confused. Are we recording? Yeah. Hello and welcome back to the Not So Fit Couple podcast with your hosts, Lucy Davis and Benjamin Holden. Okay, somebody asked me this question and I'm going to ask you, do you listen to your own podcast? As in, do you listen to yourself? <laughs> no, not really. If no, it's if it's I like don't. if it's sometimes if it's a guest, I might listen back to it. But no, I listen. Yeah, really. actually, I listen to the No One. Yeah, I did actually. That was a really good podcast. And I sometimes watch YouTube videos back, but that's more from like a an editing perspective because you can fuck more stuff up. Basically, have you ever done that? Have you ever put a YouTube live yeah. rewatch it back and been like, yeah. "Holy fuck balls!" There's just like a whole segment that you're supposed to cut out and, and it spoils edit. the whole video it spoils the whole video yeah i've absolutely done that i've taken off music i've had music cut out i've just had parts where i'm just stood in front of you kiss me through the mic <laughs> anyway this podcast is kindly sponsored by fabletics men of which i am currently wearing at the moment yeah the cap yeah running cap i will be telling you more about fabletics men during this week's episode probably in some kind of mid-roll and also be telling you about the new offers i have something really interesting that pops upon the news today can I, then it's really weird because we spoke about this. You literally sent me a picture of this person yesterday. Do you remember who it is? Who did you show me a picture of? And you went, oh, fucking hell, look at him. My dad. No, it wasn't Steve-O this time. Who did you show me a picture of? And you were like, God, he's massive. Chris Hemsworth. No. Okay, God, I'm, I'm going to be here all day, yeah. aren't I? Jesus Christ. About f- High School Musical. Oh, uh, Zac Efron. Yeah, yeah, Zac Efron. Monster. But, okay, yeah, so he is absolutely massive at the moment. We'll have to get Kyle to put a picture on the screen. I don't yeah. know what movie he's doing. Yeah. However, it, does, it does just look like Troy Bolton, though. He looks like Troy Bolton has been smashing the shit out of Anandrol. Well, Kyle also showed me a picture of him the other day, and he's had, like, work done to his face, yeah, and it's just... I think he probably... Like, don't go too far down the Simon Kyle route. It's it's a lot going on, but that... How old is he now? What, 30? I think he's older than that, isn't he? Is he? Like, 35, maybe? I'm not 100% sure. Five, Lucy Davis. Lucy's 35. Well done. Ding, 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 ding. Look at me knowing him. He does look good though, doesn't he? He's a sexy man. But that wasn't what the article was about. It was actually to do with Zac Efron opens up about the toll unattainable Baywatch body, how it took on his mental and physical health. And he said he developed insomnia and depression whilst training for the role. He looked like a prune for that role. He was literally inside out lean though. Well, he was taking diuretics which rid of the body of water and salt, and he was also overtraining. Do you know what else he gets rid of? Steroids on drug tests. Not getting enough sleep and eating the same three meals every day, but he said he was wholly depressed, and it took him six months after the production finished to feel like himself again. This, this is That's... the thing, and for, from a female perspective, that is even the bounce back from being that lean is even harder because you're messing with a lot more hormones, menstrual cycles. Mm. Um, especially different periods during the mental cycle as well so a lot of people that's the thing that's difficult because so many people after that film would have been saying man you look unbelievable and he was just feeling like the worst he ever had and that's mm. the that's what i mean by sometimes commenting commenting on people's bodies can be a negative thing because although they're holding a certain composition at that time and they feel like shit doing it and they probably want to veer away from it they're being held kind of in that state because people are telling them how good they look and they're the best they've ever looked. So it's just something you've got to be careful with. I had that a little bit, didn't I? With my ultra. And we all get it sometimes, yeah. But there was, you were like, no, 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 like you'll build back up again. But then I've got people saying, yeah. oh, like you look really good. And I'm like, oh. And even though in my head I was like, oh, I don't feel that comfortable. Yeah. 
other people constantly saying it. So I, yeah, he 100% had that. I did his workout for the Baywatch thing and it was just so intense, the whole thing, the whole shebang. He was shredded. He was obviously, but yeah, it just, I just really wanted to bring that up. It popped up on the fitness news. Mm. Not that I ever look at fitness news. I think, I'm sure Derek, more plates, more data, has done a review on it because he always looks at kind of celebrities or people in the public eye or even bodybuilders who may be dabbling in gear. I think he was def- definitely taking stuff during the prep for, what was the film called? Baywatch. Like Do you think he was? Yeah. He was tiny though. He was just, he was probably, t- I'd he imagine he's taking lean. different fat burners of some kind. Maybe but, like, maybe like uh, but is that classed as a steroid? No, no. Uh, he's, I mean, he could have been taking Winstrol because he looked super, super hard. I mean, you got to imagine if, if people are going to look better for a role and the film's going to sell more and their, their cut of the film or whatever's bigger because they look a certain way, are they going to do it? And that's the, that's the pressures on, I think, modern-day celebrities to, to, set, to fit certain roles. If you've got to take a course of 12 weeks a year, they're probably going to do it because the financial is hella big. Well, we've done a podcast with both Greg Doucette and Magnus. Magnus trains these people for the films mm. and Greg basically calls people out of being on steroids. And obviously when we asked Magnus about it, he couldn't really say anything, could he? I don't think he was ever going to, but... No, I don't. It was just really interesting, wasn't it? I mean, for him, it's not in his interest, maybe so much of them to take care. If they, want, if they take care, they can do it by their own accord. He's just doing the gym sessions and the nutrition, isn't he? Yeah, absolutely. But I'd imagine a lot a lot of the people he's probably trained have been banging in stuff, especially people like Chris Hemsworth. Well, the Rock. We... Did he train The Rock? No, no, he didn't train The Rock. But do you remember we put, it was the clip with the Greg episode. Share, yeah. We put that on TikTok saying, obviously, The Rock, The Rock, it's Dwayne Johnson, isn't yeah. it? Is on, is on gear. He's the size of like three people. And there was people commenting to me like, no, that's just him. No, that is absolutely not just him. He is huge yeah there's more there's more chance of a vegan eating a bacon butter than the rock being natural <laughs> it's just fucking i used to be a bit naive but obviously you, you kind of you learn yeah. different things and you look <sighs> at people a vast majority of people who who look very large and who are very lean are on steroids i think it's probably quite misconceiving to the amount of people that actually do gear from just a like a public gym or a non-competitive level what do you mean that there's a lot more people and you'd probably oh, think yeah. who are taking gear who yeah. look a certain way i don't have a good gear door at all I well, can't because i've taken gear obviously if i can i've got a better gear door and i think mm. like, i think it's good that people that's why i speak about it i think it's good that people speak about it more so that people's perception is isn't offset and that they can get a better understanding and there's more conversations had around it of what is safe and what isn't safe as well because there's a lot of people doing it who are hiding in the docks doing it mm-hmm without the relevant education and if people want to look at a reliable source go and have a look at Derek Moore plays more dates because he speaks very openly about things I think he's a very good educator when it comes to that kind of section of the fitness industry sorry I just had to pull off camera there for a second I got a really bad indigestion nice did a really hard really session nice. this morning but I had a knock on do you know what I kept doing yeah every time I leant back I kept like burping and I had to say to Ash, I'm so sorry. I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna throw up this Why morning. Why don't you wash it down with some Coro? Oh, I will. Do you know what? Ben was really angry at me yesterday. Look what she's done, <laughs> by the way. If you're watching on the YouTube channel, right? Who does this? These are the old. These are the base no. of the Coro chocolate pretzels, pretzels at the bottom from last month, which I really like. And then what she's done is she filled the whole jar up with these new caramel peanuts. And so now delicious. I can't get to my favorite ones at the bottom. 
No, but because if you're like me and you have these fancy jars and one is this full and then you get new chocolate. Are they peanuts? Mm -hmm. I thought they were cashews. Peanuts. You're obviously going to fill it up. Ben came down, yes, and he was absolutely mortified. You could literally, though, Ben, you could just... No, you can't. No, you can't. You just have to pour them into a bowl and then just get one out. How would you like a peanut? I'll take one. Are they peanuts? Yeah, they're really nice, to be fair. You could have taken the old ones out and put them in a bowl. Thank you, Cal. Yeah, but Cal, where would the bowl live? No, you pour them back in. Pour them back in. Oh, well. First in, first out. That is a peanut. That's like having a a bottle of milk, which is about to go out of date. No. But then opening the the brand new one. No, because that would mix together. Yeah. See, are they delicious? They are delicious. Um... We have a code for Coro, and it's not so fit five. You can get a discount. The link They're is literally... in the descriptions and the YouTube, Spotify, and Apple. If you want to check those out, they do deliver to anywhere in the UK. That's good, isn't it? I literally just sprinkle them on every part of my meals. Yeah, I know you do. <laughs> my granola bowl, my mousse, muesli, all of them. There you go. Just wondering as well. I'm just eating off camera. Does anyone want to sing? Because it's the only opportunity you're going to get. Happy birthday to me. Oh, yeah. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. you. Just for the sake of this song, can you change my name to The Greatest on Earth? Happy birthday to you. The Greatest on Earth. Happy birthday to you. Thank you very much. So my birthday at the weekend. Yeah, if anyone didn't know, it's Ben's birthday at the weekend. Mm -hmm. You always do that to me, so it's nice to actually get you back with that one. But we had a wonderful birthday. We We We. had a wonderful birthday. We did, (laughs) well, we did have a wonderful birthday. (laughs) Well, I did, yeah. It it was like a together thing, though, Mm -hmm. because we were together for the whole shebang. Tell everybody what we did. Tell everybody about your birthday weekend. Um, We went for something to eat, went to London, we came home. No, Ben, that is... Basically, if you oh, know no. Ben... Basically, this was actually really great. And this could sound like snobby. I don't know which one you're going to say. There's uh, two great things. Yeah, well, basically, we went to the Louis Vuitton store. We did. It's not somewhere I go often, by the way, so... Don't, um, don't be getting any ideas. You, you see some people, and then they're walking around. Most yeah, of them, most of them Chinese with, with bags full of LV. Anyway, we went into the store, and they, they basically asked a couple of questions, knew it was my birthday. We didn't know it was your birthday. We also talk about the opening of the Regent Street. Yeah, Gym and that we've got a podcast and a few other bits. Playing our cards, cards right, basically. And they took us up to this Louis Vuitton apartment. <clears throat> you walk into this Louis Vuitton apartment, come up this secret lift, and then you come into this huge LV apartment. There was like one-off bags, mink coats, which are like 25 yeah, grand. Yeah, that freaked me out. That's there was Louis Vuitton skateboards, speakers. There was The only person that was up there was an artist mm-hmm. who was painting custom Louis Vuitton briefcases. Mm-hmm. We got a couple of drinks up there. What else up there? There's that, the only LV bag in the world that had like yeah, flowers with the on. Flowers. And then, Fake flowers, yeah. but made out of leather, was it? I'm not well, really well, sure. There's that room where there was a painting of a painting Louis Vuitton of himself. There's a custom case which carried every fragrance. They had this oversized changing rooms. It was it was definitely for people who shop daily. No, it wasn't it because they had seemed... exclusive pieces of like only one in the world. Basically, it was for celebrities who have got That's what I mean. infinite amount of money who could just go up there and splash cash. That yeah. stuff they don't sell on the. But it was a good experience. Yeah, it was, it was just, a really cool. Experience. It was like ultimate window shopping for me. Yeah, <laughs> me, me and Ben would just walk around like, oh wow, this is this is a nice sofa. Yeah, it's Louis Vuitton. Well, oh, okay, yeah, there's our house. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, yeah. very. But what was the what was the very cool thing? 
that I booked for you. Sushi Samba. No, not that one. Okay, no. Oh, <laughs> when Jurassic stayed? Park World. Yeah, no, good. <laughs> oh, yeah, the hotel. <laughs> oh, I meant like the cool... Right, if you know Ben or you just know anything about Ben, he loves whiskey, he loves cigars and he loves his gentleman room. And last year for my birthday, Ben booked me like a Harry Potter underground bunker thing and it was so cool. It was a fucking bomb shelter by the way. No, but it was underground and it was very Harry Potter-esque. So I literally googled gentleman's room to stay in in London and this amazing place came up and I booked it for Ben's birthday and it it, it kind of looks on a very large bougier scale of Ben's gentleman's room at mm, home. So I would say that one's the coolest parts. Yeah, it was great. That was yeah. fantastic. Called the Rookery. It was a bit spooky at night but it was great. <laughs> it was well spooky at night. Wasn't Do you know it? what? Do you know what I was looking at today? I don't know if anyone else has seen this. It was about, it was a video of this girl and basically she's been to the doctors to get her blood tests back, blood results back. And when she was there, the doctors basically said to her, you're obese. I'll get... Based ca- off a blood test? No, 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 no. I'll get Cal to, put, to pl- pull a picture of her up on the screen because I'll try and find it so you can see it. I'll have a look myself. You carry on the story. Okay, well, anyway, if you see the photo of her, she's a size 10 UK and she is five foot seven. Okay, but so she she actually looks pretty. She, well, she looks very slim. She looks like a healthy build. Um, and basically, she put this video out going mad about it. I'm yeah. size. I'm size ten. Size ten, yeah. Well, that's not. I've just sent a link in the group so you can see it. But I'll get Cal to put the the photo on the screen. That um, that's her. Cal's on her now. She just looks like she looks very athletic or good build um but basically she was going mad and there's been a lot of comments on the i think she put a tiktok video up or some kind of instagram video that's go- great going mad about it she just looks really good the the thing with this is obviously the doctors should know better because bmi is actually a very very accurate reading although a lot of people like to go mental about it but the better formula for BMI is BMI plus common sense. Because if a doctor would have looked at her, they would have known she's not obese, she's not overweight. It's not been based off blood, it's just been based off his, um, the, the BMI metric. And BMI is pretty accurate. The other thing that a lot of people tend to use is a waist test. So it's something like less than half of your height is what your waist should be in inches, which is another metric that is used to measure like the risk of diseases from obesity she's not in any sense no no i'm not saying that i'm I'm just telling i'm just saying other metrics that you can use the 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 reason why it's sometimes important to look at the abdominal region is is because fat around the abdominal region is linked to even higher risks of diabetes heart disease and um circularity diseases and cancer but i don't get it she's walked into the doctors yeah and he's just looked at her and said no not just looked at her i think it's based off it's based off her bmi but she at five foot seven at a size ten, you wouldn't be. I'm nearly overweight on BMI. Her BMI is saying she's overweight, Lucy. What I'm saying is the doctor should have realised that common sense. What I'm saying is people just use BMI as a flat metric and they don't use common sense. If you've got fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger and the front proper England rugby team, they're also going to be obese. But yeah. people will use common sense and logic. Yeah, so Lucy, you weighed in at 11 stone 12 pounds, which is apparently quite heavy for someone her height. Yeah. That's just not very good for your whole self esteem. That's, what, her, that's what the video is, is about. 
I'll have to watch that video. I wish I would have watched it before the podcast because that's just not, I feel like definitely doctors, they have a duty of care to be very careful how they say things about Well, apparently they called her fat as well. What was she saying on the video? And then she went back for a second test and they said the same thing to her. A doctor wouldn't call, they'd use the term overweight or obese. Well, she's not fucking lying, is she? just, I've, wow, that's a lot, isn't it, from that doctor? You'd never go back to them. But... What I'm saying, what my whole point was, is that BMI plus common sense is actually a pretty accurate metric. Mm. Obviously, you, the doctor should have looked at her and gone, she's got pretty big breasts. She is a good build. She's probably holding a bit of muscle tissue because I think she's actually like, she trains and stuff as well. Um, so yeah, common common sense. The other thing that I just wanted to touch on though is if you are taking other metrics for like kind of looking at things and you're scared by looking at BMI, don't be put off or don't be worried about it. There's a lot of other metrics that you can use. Body fat calipers are a good one measuring the waist is another good one because usually it does depend on where the body fat is held more if the doctor would have looked at her she's actually got a very flat stomach so yeah i just thought i'd bring that one up in case anyone's worried about bmi or doesn't understand bmi or completely writes off bmi as a, as a non-useful metric it can be it's just you need to be wise about the way that you i think as well it. for it's probably not the best for people like like my muscle obviously weighs a lot which is probably why i'm nearly actually i says i'm at a healthy weight but at points i've been near the overweight section or where it starts going orange on the scale common sense but it's common sense i'm obviously very i I i nearly didn't get into the police because my bmi was so high but then obviously looked at me and went oh do you know what he's obviously not he's just jacked yeah yeah it's absolutely common sense but i think just for you know everyday pop gem pop yeah it's not actually a bad measurement to use it's just you obviously cannot be saying that to yeah. people and as you said plus common sense that is how you do it a little bit more accurately mm-hmm. speaking of overweight cake you know i love cake I like to have a cake in it yeah carl <laughs> sent me this bloody thing before right you would not believe this there is a book i'll see if you guess guess what it is the book is called natural harvest mm-hmm. okay yeah so what do you think it's about off the top of your head Natural harvest. Natural yeah. harvest. I just said about cake. About... It's a cookery book with a twist. Yeah. Natural harvest is about only it is about baking bread. The natural harvest is a collection of semen based recipes. <gasps> semen cooking. <laughs> Where'd you get the semen? The semen. They, Where they, are they? They're just all at sea, babe. They Ooh. they go off the ships. They find them in the navy, and they go and pull these guys off, and they cook, they they basically Jeffrey Dahmer them and then cook them. The seamen, the seamen, spunk. Yeah, but where did they cook? Where? Who? <gasps> from the peni? Where else are they going to get semen from? They're not fucking. They're not growing it from the ground. They're not catching it from the air. Just say like you go to the shop. Okay, I'll get my butter, my flour, my sugar. Bring it home, and then you just have a wank and get your semen. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Oh, that is so inappropriate. God, I scrolled down. I don't know if you've seen them, Cal. There is reviews on the book, so I'll, I'll let me read a couple. <laughs> I think I need. <laughs> right, a break. right. No, and 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 it was Andrea. This one, yeah, Andrea. This could be Cal's missus. She really <laughs> got you a new Christmas present, mate. <laughs> right, I must. What? Right, wait, wait. Wait, what's uh, it called again? I, I must have, but I wish the book itself was a better quality. Okay. The next one, the perfect secret. <laughs> I bought this as a gift for my brother's wife, and it went down a treat. Is it called uh, natural? Wait, there we've got another one from Andrew. 
share this with a special friend. Interesting and imaginative book with useful illustrations that all so rightly describe semen as an ingredient which has been largely ignored in the, in the kitchen. Been largely ignored in the kitchen. Do you, know, do you know why it's been largely ignored in the kitchen, Andrew? Because when your nana comes round for a Sunday fucking Victoria sponge cake, she doesn't expect you to be standing in the kitchen playing the pink oboe into a mixing bowl. Do you know what? this isn't just, the... Who's doing that? But this isn't the first of its kind. Do you know what's really bizarre? Sorry, look at the front cover. It yeah. is... And then, but look at the cover of this one. This is the second one that I just found. Look at the fucking cover of that. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. You need to put, if you're watching on YouTube, look at that. That is so inappropriate. Cooking with Semen by Sean Bolt. Sean Bolt. Why? What? Is there benefits to semen-based recipes? Had, had a lot of fun making these recipes. Just need to be careful where I leave my food. Such an unusual book. The recipes are great. With or without the special ingredient. My roommate and his friends love the truffles I left in the fridge, but I couldn't bring myself to tell him <laughs> what they had just eaten. <laughs> I should put a warning label on the next batch. Okay, I just need to, to say, semen is not only nutritious, apparently it's nutritious, but it also has a wonderful texture. So does hair gel. Oh, and amazing that. cooking properties. Like fine wines and cheese. They're comparing semen to wine and cheese. <laughs> The taste of semen is complex and dynamic. <laughs> Imagine that at your Christmas dinner. Oh my God. It's Lucy, inexpensive. Wait. It's inexpensive to cheap. produce yeah. and it's commonly available in Imagine that at cheese and crackers. You put out the uh, the start the of a Christmas bowl. dinner and stand over the table, just smash them on out. Oh my goodness <laughs> me. Uh, just put them on the top one on it, love. Give me a sec. Oh my God. It's available in many, if not most, homes and restaurants. I am sorry. You would get a one star rating on hygiene <laughs> if you had semen in the back. Wait there, no, wait. Imagine it in restaurants. You just got your, I don't know what you have. You having salmon and rice. The waiter comes over. There you go, sir. I mean, I, I can just, I'm a bit. Um, it's very. Stop spaffing over your meal. What's that other? There's actually something else that is healthier that isn't that, and I think it's sea moss. That's, That's not different. semen, is it? I'm just wholly confused by that whole thing we've just discussed. I'm, I've got to get one of the. Oh, I've. Um, I can't say actually because she's going to be listening. Who have you bought one for? No, it's your family secret Santa. I can't tell you. I've got. Absolutely not. <laughs> you are not doing that, Ben. You'll get. You'll get left out. The oh, family. what's this? A natural harvest. If you have like my nan or something. Oh my god! Please, <laughs> Ben. I will burn it. I'm going to have to open it before you do that. Be all right if you have like Megan or something. She'll find that hilarious. But if you have my nan, no way in hell. Mm. Absolutely not! Wow, well, you've just thrown my whole day off. If you're in a, if you're in a, it's a, like glue. Sorry, if you're in I a, not if you're in a gay it. relationship, you're you're sorted, aren't you? You've got loads of. Well, you've got two, yeah. I mean, yeah. but even just wow, you don't. I personally wouldn't want to cook with semen at all. Wow, Ben, you've thrown my whole podcast notes off. I was going to talk about going. Going to maintenance calories from a deficit, and I just feel like that's well, so. If you want to, if you want to keep your calories <laughs> at bay, just don't add the secret ingredients, right? I mean, it's very. I'm not even going to discuss that going from maintenance to a deficit. I interject this podcast episode to tell you a little bit more about this week's sponsor, which is Fabletics Men. I will also pop some of the images. I've just been down to London for my birthday, so through winter there are some more men's items that are more suited to winter running or just for being out and about in town, having a good time, chilling, which are, I would say, super or really fashionable as well. Like you can wear for fitness or out on the go. 
to interchange between both. Also, you can sign up to the VIP membership, which will get you 70% off all items, or you can buy two pairs of shorts for £24, which is an absolute bargain, because I'm sure the ones I usually wear, the ones that I wore for the marathon, are £69 if you buy them at the RRP. So to be able to shop that, I'll leave the link in the description of the YouTube, Spotify, and Apple. There is a small short quiz on there as well. If you can use my name, my coach Benji, for how you found out about it, that would be great. And enjoy the rest of the episode. But it, it was one of the questions that I basically had commonly asked. You know, as you go into the colder months of the year, mm. hence why, oh my God, we haven't told the people. What? Bringing out a program. How, when does this podcast go live? Oh my God, my Build Your Body program is officially live. Mm-hmm. Why didn't we say that at the start of the podcast? Oh my God, you now just talked about semen and now we're into the Build Your Body program. I'm just going to quickly tell you the Build Your Body program is officially live on the app. It is a full body building muscle increase in strength program. It is incredible. I honestly cannot share this program enough and you can use the code BUILD30 to get 30% off month number one and we'll make sure that link is in the description of the YouTube and the Spotify as well. But yeah, I've got loads of questions, you know, Ben, off people just saying, how do you actually go from a deficit to a maintenance? Because I think a lot of people over the year and over summer, they actually are in a deficit and then they come out and increase calories. And I just think the easiest way to do it is just to slowly reverse back up to maintenance. I disagree. Go on. Or just go straight back up. Yeah. Depending on, surely depending on where your calories were. I think, yeah, but the the vast majority of people can just go just below where the maintenance mm-hmm. are at and the reason why i say that is there'll be a minority of people who may have psychological issues or poor relationships with food who need to reverse diet yeah whereas most people can just generally jump back up um so that that would be the better option and just the thing to remember is during that period you are going to put on a bit of weight it's not going to be body fat it's going to be the fact that you're now holding more glycogen your body's been used to running off zero carbohydrates however long in a deficit maybe and also, there's going to be more food volume in the gut. Well, there you go. The other thing that, pe- that someone was asking was about, was about Whoop. Because I've just started wearing one this this week. Not this week, sorry, but a week ago. And Finally. Yeah, someone was asking me about them. I've I've actually quite enjoyed it to see where my recovery at. And I actually took a rest day yesterday based on some of the data. And I had the highest recovery score so far. I was le- listening to the podcast of the owner on the Stephen podcast, which is really interesting. But one of the other things is I think it's really good for behavior change. And what I mean by that is, is because it makes you more conscious of your sleep, your wake up, your recovery. It makes me want to go to bed at 10 instead of going up at 12, 12 and watching Honey Badger for two hours on TikTok. You faff anyway. So yeah. I think it is good that you go up earlier because you will, you're a faffer before sleep time. My recovery is sixty four percent today. I know exactly why it is. I did too much yesterday. I was I was going to give it away in the YouTube, but the YouTube won't be live yet. Yes, it will. I did Tom Platt's leg workout, so I knew my recovery would be lower. But it was at ninety eight percent on Tuesday. Look at me Miles go. Ninety eight percent, minus ninety percent today. After my ultra, it was one percent. I was off the scale for a very long time. But we, oh, I bloody love my weight. The only thing I haven't experienced on it so sure. far is a hangover. Oh see what God. the data's like from that. After the races, mine was 2%. Was it really 2%? It was 2%, wow. which is wild. I mean, I don't drink loads. I have a glass of red probably most weekends. But as in the races, we drank a lot. And I could fully feel my recovery was mm. at 2%. I felt so... We went to Cheshire Oaks, didn't we? And I was so hungover. Yeah. Oh, I've got a phobia. That, well, hungover. I had to put a video up about drinking and lifting last week. 
and I was basically talking about how you can get balanced and how you can drink and lift. And it had some quite negative comments back to it as well from people who were like, how can you be promoting drinking when you're a fitness professional? Well, one, I'm not a boring cunt, mate. So that's why. And then two, you have to get balanced because if you really enjoy doing something, then don't sacrifice it. I agree that sometimes you need to limit the amount of things that you eat or drink. But if you really, really enjoy going out for a glass of wine with the missus or you really enjoy having a couple of beers with the boys and watching the football on the weekend, don't completely stop it just because you want to get bigger or you're bothered about the way that you look. It's You can get a balance of both because even if you eat all your vegetables, you drink all of your water, you hit all of your sessions, you're still going to die anyway. So you might as well die happy and in shape because you can do both. It's not black or white. You don't have to cut it off. And that's why I was saying in the video, the only thing that will happen is you, if you completely cut off is you'll miss all the memories, not the muscles. So don't worry about that. it. You should stamp that. Yeah. Trademark it. Memories, not muscles. It. Or that, memories and muscles. That is one of the things though. We occasionally, on like big occasions, so Christmas, birthdays, the races. To be fair, every, every weekend through summer was pretty much. Summer was a lot, wasn't it? Yeah. But they were bigger weekends. And then most, I mean, most weekends, I just really enjoy a glass of red wine. It's my favorite alcoholic beverage. <laughs> Why is that so hilarious? <laughs> it's my favorite alcoholic beverage. It's my favorite alcoholic beverage. I do love a red wine. Like, I just think it's yeah, delicious. Hang over hell, like, though, you know, red wine. It does give you a headache. It does give you a headache. But that is so true to the point because people always ask us, do you drink? I'm like, well, I love a glass of red on a weekend. Maybe I follow after my, my <laughs> I just said my Clive, <laughs> my dad. Dad looked and met, and so does Megan. It's kind of something we've always had. I personally have got a phobia of being hungover, so I, I won't get absolutely wankered, as they say, yeah. every single weekend. That's just not something I can do. I also think on that point, that is definitely harder to achieve certain fitness goals. If you get absolutely bladdered and you're having like 10, 15 drinks on a Saturday, expect to feel like absolute shit on the Monday, Tuesday. So you're probably not going to train and you're going to be hungover. Yeah, I mean, so that's that's where there's actually some you, guy commenting back to me now on the video. But that's where you'd you you wouldn't probably be able to achieve the best fitness goals or something if you're doing it like we did on the races every single weekend because you'd be you'd be hungover for a week. But I I run a three thirty marathon from getting pissed every weekend. No, but it was well, no. We had we had some breaks where you weren't you were going out with the boys, but. As in, I'm talking significant amounts of alcohol. I, I couldn't do it anyway. It's just, but that's what I mean. Each to their own. Some people might not want to drink at all. Some people might want to drink every weekend. Mm. And that's fine. I'm also but, a lightweight now, yeah. Yeah. But some <laughs> some people in these arguments uh, are basically... Oh, we had a bit of a disco moment there. <laughs> we've got we've got new lights in the podcast studio. Uh, <laughs> they just went off like we were in a disco. But, but basically people arguing about things but you can't get the optimal body well unless you're a fucking bodybuilder or you're going to be the next Mr. Olympia or pro or athlete or whatever it is you can enjoy a drink and still enjoy lifting mm. because what 99.9% of the population is not bodybuilders mm. or not pro athletes so you yeah. can get balance and of course too much of anything is bad for you yeah too much exercise is mm. bad for you too much alcohol is bad for you I had a very interesting thing but then I so maybe we we say this and then we go on to some of the embarrassing gym moments that we had on the Instagram 
Why are you saying it really like that? <laughs> I was waiting for you to, talk, to, to explain them. It was, no, it was just a heading that popped up on the news. And it basically says to be less sedentary, for listeners, sedentary is just where you basically sit down all day. You may need more active friends. And I completely can, can see that. So a study's come out saying, it's actually a mathematical model, that's saying if you want to be less sedentary, you need to find new active friends. So getting up from going for a walk in the morning, new friends, go and getting a coffee. Because if your current group don't do it, you're not going to do it. And it's now come out as a study. If you want to increase your activity levels, you need to find new friends who are also active. I just yeah. not an issue for me because oh, all my friends are active. Obviously, but... that, that is always one of the big things that you are going to develop, similarly to the, the people who grow around you. I'd also argue, though, that it's got to be a bit almost like it's something that you do in the day because the the main time that people are sitting down is during the work time. Mm. So surely it's a, a kind of culture fit from the workspace as well. Yeah, so if you've got those people midday, like, oh, do you want to walk on go and get yeah, lunch? Yeah. That's the kind of thing they're maybe mm-hmm. referring to because you are right there during... Cause I, yeah, because some people would bring their lunch to work in the office and then not... But I'd be one of those people like, oh, lunch break, go out and get a coffee or walk to get something. The other thing as well, though, with some of these things, I think it applies not just the study that you're talking about, but to a lot of others. Why can't you be that person, that friend group that initiates that? Mm. That says, do you know what, guys? We're all lazy trollops. These are rookie numbers of steps that we're hitting at the moment. So why don't we join a WhatsApp group or why don't we join the micro chat? Oh, yeah, and we can kind of see what our steps are and we can keep accountable to each, to each other to do that as well. Yeah, I love that. Myself and Benjamin this morning popped up a question box that says most embarrassing gym situations and stories. Yeah, Carl's got some on the screen there. Has Carl got some? No, I've just got a little quick one I was going to add in there if you don't mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, on, talking Carl. about like motivating your friends. Um, there was a story that I read a while ago about a chef who was uh, super morbidly obese. I've got a picture of him here, Luce. Uh, if you want to turn around, see him on the left. Yeah. Looks a bit like who? Um, I can't believe I forget his name. Augustus Gloop. No, no, Ethan Suplee. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Really, really fat. Fucking Augustus um, Gloop. He's obviously like. <laughs> really thought that was me. Uh, very overweight. Uh, he had um, a friend who texted him, calling him a fat fuck every single morning for oh. six weeks, and he shred uh, twenty-one stone at the end of it. He was initially thirty-six stone. Uh, and yeah, drop down to around fourteen stones. <laughs> so that's it's, that's, it's a very uh, interesting way of doing it's, it. It's a really weird one that because studies have shown that fat shaming really decreases people's motivation, self confidence, and drive, which is all the things that people need to be able to go to the gym. So a lot of the time it is a negative, but there are going to be outliers in those numbers and from those studies who are actually motivated motivated by people calling them a fat fuck maybe every day. I'm I'm potentially one of those people who. When I get a lot of people don't respond well to negative criticism, and we know this from psychology studies that when people receive punishment, they don't behave or the actions that you want them to follow don't fall into place because you punish them. Some people, though, do respond well to negative feedback. I am one of those people who quite likes negative feedback sometimes. So, in jobs or in previous things, if people have told me before, I actually remember working Halfords and I got told I was lazy. The month after that, I was fitter of the month with fitter yeah you know like fitting oh, is that bold, what you're called yeah. like fittest no like we call it fitters oh, fitter. and i respond quite well to having that feedback sometimes because i can sometimes just float through 
situations and unless i'm told like this is how you perform and you're not performing as you would need to be then i sometimes just need a good old-fashioned kick up the arse to get me going but not everyone responds to that kind of feedback yeah i don't <laughs> respond well to that mm. i take i don't mind critical feedback i think critical feedback is great but actual just damn right negative feedback nah yeah. don't respond i literally don't respond to it as in it goes in one ear and goes out the other if you're i see it as you're going to be rude to me it's going to go in one ear, go out the other critically if someone's saying anything oh like this could be a really good area to improve love that mm-hmm. negativity i'm not as that's I'm what i mean everyone's with. different i don't think that the vast majority of people will respond well to criticism who mm. who really wants to be criticized mm. and again i think it depends on the person who's giving that critical feedback is it his friend was messaging him he's probably going to take it better than if you walk up to him in the street and go you know what you're fat fucking until you some way like it, it's going to be yeah. massively dependent on the person who and the relationship that those two have got not that i believe that is the best the best way by any means to for people to lose weight but there are going to be outliers mm-hmm. would you like to just move on to a few of the uh yes embarrassing stories okay so i've just read one that was my whole life when i was a swimmer and i just don't find this embarrassing on any level i almost peed in the swimming pool i made it to the bathroom just in time sorry what you go to the bathroom during your swimming lessons yeah you go to the bathroom you dirty bastard what are you talking about no you pee in the pool no that's disgusting okay so i think carl might be able to back me up here i grew up as a swimmer we were physically not allowed to get out the pool if we got out to go to the toilet and we missed a couple of lengths we'd have to catch up and then you're behind and you're a little bit more fucked because if it's a hard session, you are behind. We were not allowed to get out. Like literally, our coach, especially when you get so high level, they were just like, no. Yeah. So we just got so used to it. For sure. I did anyone else get told when they were a kid though that there was dye in the pool? It, there, would... there is in some American pools. Is there? Is that I think. Thing? Yeah. No, I used to be in the pool all the time. I used to swim not to the same level as Lucy, but I used to swim. That was my sport growing up. Um, but then I also started like scuba diving when I was a bit older. I used to love peeing in my wetsuit because oh it goes on your leg. And it warms so up freaks. the whole body. Like... We were doing that in Lanzarote, weren't we? When we went surfing, me and Carl were so cold, we were yeah, just peeing in our wetsuits. Yeah, but you were in the different. Yeah, but chlorine kills it. I don't care. You, you, you're talking about a very specific scenario where you're an elite swimmer. I'm talking about being in America at the swimming bath in a family hotel or pool where there's kids, where there's guys who haven't drank a sip of water for two weeks apart from just drink yeast fermented beverages and just pissing everywhere in the pool and it makes me sick yeah i maybe wouldn't if i was not like a holiday yes pool. you would because you've done it <laughs> just stop lying <laughs> no but to, to be fair in america i was really scared to the point cal made that there was blue dye in like volcano bay and stuff like that yeah i didn't actually do it there ben because i was too scared of the dye but a normal swimming pool absolutely pee in the pool comment on the youtube channel if you also pee in the pool or with me and Carla discussing. Yeah, well, uh, if you do come that, I'm going to find where you live and I'm going to come around and just stab little tiny holes in all your pee bags. <laughs> just minging. <laughs> moving you, on. Are you moving on to one of yours? I've got one, yeah. Someone Mine just really funny. Someone just had it, said they were training in the gym and had a, a gushing nosebleed in the gym. Oh, that's not good. Yeah, I mean, I don't think I've ever had a nosebleed in the gym. I know some people do quite often get it because of the pressure that goes to, mm. to the head. I remember when I used to go to a really old school gym and there's this guy who's getting nosebleeds all the time but he was one of those people who was geared up to the gills and after literally every set he would be sick he would just run over to the bins or run over to the window and just be just 
like projectile vomit vomiting out of the window. I don't know if I've ever thrown up at a gym session. Have I? I think oh, I have once, have. but that was due to this pre-workout, which was literally heroin. What was that pre-workout? We first met. I double scooped you, yeah. Oh, this is bear in mind. Me and Ben just met, and I'm thinking, what? This was like bordering, like borderline date rape, wasn't it? <laughs> Two scoops of the strongest no. pre-workout in was the world, and you were just fl- you was literally. It nah it wasn't I, I can't remember what that it was, was it was some it was it was it was just being not long being banned i think because it set, had set the scene though ben we'd we just met yeah i really fancied you you really fancied me but there wasn't we had never had this discussion it was kind of just a bit yeah we went to train and i just said to ben oh have you got any prey and you didn't want to say no because you wanted to look hard, man, i wanted man. to look yeah hard as nails Oh my god! I had like I also like had had like fake. I think I used to have like fake lashes, didn't I? At uni, I, oh, my yeah. extensions. I was obviously just feeling feeling a little bit, you know. You didn't have the Jeffrey Dahmer glasses at this point. No, either. I did not. I did oh. not. I could fucking not see anything, and I'm going around this gym like, oh my god, sweat, sweating. Yeah. <gasps> I said to you, I was like, oh, it's hot, isn't it? And I was yeah. like, beat around the nine, and the whole thing was just yeah. Awful. If, if you if you taken it or seeing you, it looked like you were going cold turkey. You needed. We've got a video needed, of it somewhere. We have, and you were probably seeing sounds at the time. That's how bad the the pre workout was. I will. I've. I, it was. I was recording a YouTube video at the time. This yeah. goes way back, and I've got a screenshot of me and Cal. I will show yeah. you because I look dead i've seen <laughs> i've seen people at 7 a.m in the morning on lsd who looked more alive yeah. than you did at that time how embarrassing though because i'm just thinking oh <clears> you know a little flirty session i could not even <clears throat> see let alone flirt. <laughs> this one's really funny doing like <laughs> <Go on. laughs> i don't know why i'm laughing because we've all done this doing leg raises and i farted really loud <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever fought in the gym and just like walked away really quick? You do all the time. I don't know why I'm asking you. Yeah, I tell people about it usually. You do it all the time. Oh my goodness. Some, I, had, I had one on Instagram. It was someone. Let me, let me get it off. There's a lot of people falling over and tripping up, but I just, I do, I do that a lot. I trip up and just carry on walking. I trip over a flat surface. Oh my God. So I had one here, which was Ooh. about. Uh, doing ball slams, didn't realise it was a bouncy ball, knocked myself out and dislocated my jaw. <gasps> dislocated my jaw. Imagine that. Oh. Dislocating your jaw. Or you've gone to the walk-in centre and you're next to someone else who's got a dislocated jaw or, or a mashed up face. It's like, you right, mate? So, so so, what are you here for? And the guy next to you is like, oh, I've got my face paved in by a, a bouncer. What are you? Well, basically, took a throw in with a Bosu ball and dislocated my jaw. <laughs> you just look. How would imagine, you tell that story? I can imagine you and Cal doing something like that. Remember when we had that exercise ball? When you ball? did that, that exercise cool. ball, I I don't think there's a, quite a few people here who've saying they've had they've so did leg press and didn't re rack it, and as they've gone up, it's come down on the head. Oh, that what, would kill head? you though. There's no Someone had 160 kilos and it dropped on the head, and I'm thinking, I mean, I don't. They really do the leg press, but that would kill. That would crush us. You'd you'd snap in. Well, that my half. my next story relates to this. Don't talk about that one. What? Oh, sorry, I thought you put the one that actually happened in real life. No, I was going to. This someone's put. Well, it's someone who's split their pants. Basically, on I've, there's quite a few people I've seen this do on squats. Yeah. What what type of person you you split your pants? Do you stay and train or are you going home? I am going home. Carl. And then if it's like bum Are you hole. asking, would I stay and squat with my arsehole showing to the No, gym? because you've got boxies on, haven't you? 
Boxes. Boxes, yeah. But I, if it rips and I'm going to command it, that yeah, well, this is part of my story. Sorry, I need to ask Cal a question. Cal, Hello. do you call them boxies or boxes? If I'm talking to Ben and I'm feeling my scarf self, I say boxies. But if I'm talking but to normal people, what I is a boxy? Why? Where, when I first met Ben, me, me and Ben went to school probably what, like 500 meters from each other. Yeah. And growing up, they were called boxies. Yeah. And the other boxies. ones were called bullies. Bullies and boxes. What do yeah. women wear? Nothing. What is our underwear? A G-string, don't know. Yeah, yes, that's Thong. one. No, but they have a general name. Briefs. Knickers. Knickers. Well done, knickers. Knickknacks. But honestly, when I first met Ben and he went, I'll pass my boxies. I just got the ick. I was yeah, like, was what a, is a boxy? That, 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 that was after two days now and I put them down. Hey. Um... <laughs> <laughs> delete me from the podcast but yeah basically this relates to one of my stories and i think it depends which gym you're in as well because if you split your pants i used to go to an old school gym where we just yeah. kind of crack on we we're all guys in there it's just throw around dust shit rust everywhere whereas if you're in a commercial gym i can quite clearly see why people would be i mean if you're a woman as well i can see even more because <laughs> well, i've yeah. had joggers on so this happened to me so i was on the leg press I don't know why it was a day I had no boxes on whatsoever. So I've come down the leg press way too far. And but I also had knee wraps on. So it's made my pants way tighter around the thighs and the calves. So I've come down, my knees are coming down, and I just hear this massive rip. The lads are standing around either side of the leg press with training with four lads. That's what you do. And literally it was like a rooster's head popping out of its out of its <laughs> out of its cage. But <laughs> balls and cocks went blip. And I'm just at the bottom of the leg press, by the way. So I'm just there, nearly sucking myself off because I'm so close to my own love length. And I've got to press it back up with like 500 kilos up in the bottom. Did anyone take just... a picture? I really hope they did. Oh, that's a boy thing to do. <laughs> and everyone was just crying. By the way, everyone's laughing at this point. I've still got to press 500 kilos back up the sled with my cock and balls out. <laughs> yeah. I never knew that story. Yeah, well, that's why I was Did you leave? One. Well, I didn't carry on training with my knickknacks out, did I? So no, that's what I mean. So no, you, I just you... went and got another pair. I think someone let me a pair of shorts. That was the kind of gym it was, though. It was just like, just Have I been on. to that gym? I think of the Let's right call one. gym. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. You just... I mean, I've written I do like enjoy those kind of gyms, that type of thing, though. It's that mentality of people just don't really... You go in, train, it's just... People not, aren't as honest about stuff as much. People are quite laid back with things. Mm. I have ripped my leggings, though, and I left because... Yeah, but I can see why. I wear, like, a thong... Or a G-string because I don't yeah. like a nickel line. When I'm, I just don't like a nickel line. Mm. So if if I split, it's literally literal bumhole. Yeah, you're leaving, aren't vibe, you? Yeah. And if you've nothing to, if I had something to wrap around me, I probably would stay. Like that wouldn't bother me. <clears throat> I had no wrap around, so I literally just left. To be fair, some people wear those shorts these days so high up, which they're oh yeah, they're almost inside it's their just... body. <laughs> it's actually comfy if you pull your shorts up though. No, not to the point where the, the, they're literally three quarters, 75% of your off cheeks are not even covered anymore. Yeah. I'm not That's a lot. I think, to be fair, they're all, they're all the general ripping, dropping weights. I'm trying to think if anything wholly embarrassing has happened to me where I've just been... I've fallen off the treadmill. That's, That's embarrassing. Oh, yeah. That is embarrassing. One. I didn't do one of the ones where you rumble and tumble. I just completely lost my balance and then just fell off onto the floor. Did I ever tell you guys about the embarrassing story that I did when I first met you in the gym? <laughs> I don't think so. I was, Here we go, Carl exclusive. So I met Lucy and Ben in a gym near where I used to live. And I um, I was 
doing, I think it was like lap pull down, but I was using the cable machine. Um, In pure gym? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, And so I normally would put the full stack on it and then I'd like lower myself down to the ground using the lap pull down bar. And then I'd like sit on the ground with my ass and then just do the the lap pull down basically. Yeah. But one time I was so busy watching you guys filming because I was trying to figure out what you're doing with the cameras that I... I didn't realize there was no weight on the on the rack at all. <laughs> so I fell down and bruised my coccyx so bad I had to leave the gym. And it, I had a, an actual bruise on my arse for like <laughs> That three is weeks. painful. It was horrible. That is very hey, painful. Are you lucky that actually didn't like damage your vertebrae or whatever? Yeah, like yeah, the coccyx yeah. Because I, I, I fully trusted it to just be a full stack of like, you know, 80 kilos. Callow's also like the glass man, by the way. Every bone in the body, Callow's probably broke. I had it. This is an embarrassing one because I was back completely by myself. I usually know someone in the gym. I was in Australia. I took off the barbell. Someone had squatted before me. I took off like 60 at once and the whole thing just completely went up in the air. That is embarrassing. And there was a guy, this Aussie guy who just tried to grab it and pull it down. I was like, don't worry, don't worry. It's embarrassing. Me and Ben saw a video of a a woman who smashed her finger. Oh my God. I want to know. I don't I'm gonna explain know. it. Can we? Is it graphic? Well, I've got no visuals, so. No, but if we if if you describe a story well, it can be quite graphic. Okay, well, listener. I'll explain it and then we can decide. Okay. So basically, this it, I think it was in that gym, you know, that Tulum gym, where they've got those oh, big wooden things. Oh, so no, th- anyway, this woman, you can't really say anything because she's got a video set up in a different place, but this obvious, this absolute douche nunk monkey, has got three of those wooden plates. I don't know how much they weigh on the side of the bar. You can't say anything because the videos on the squat rack instead of on her. She's at the side hip thrusting. And he's taken the other plate off and left the three on. The whole barge goes... Vroomph, and then all you hear is screaming. She's obviously got her hand down somewhere. And all you can hear is my hand underneath. She's quite calm, to be fair. My hand underneath that. My finger has gone. Huh? And then anyway, it's, it flips video. And she shows her hand. And that top whole top part of the finger is gone. And her mates got the finger in an ice pack and they're just running along the beach carrying it. Like, she's just laughing about her fingers gone. Top, top half of the middle finger. It's what chopped off the by the plates. Do? I don't know what he did. The, the video carries on. And then it carries on further of like her just sitting there with her head in her hands. She, she actually takes it quite well. And then she goes to the hospital to try and get it stitched back on. But they can't stitch it back on because all the nerve endings are gone and lost or whatever. So she just lost the top of her finger there. If that happens, I'd be fucking fuming, by the way. Well, I would. You go to a gym workout and come back with half your finger missing. Yeah. That's something from Lord I'll have to show you the video. It's horrible. I don't know if I want to see the video. Do you know what? It also, it's quite, imba- quite, I don't know if it's embarrassing, but ca- can be quite a sensitive moment as a young male, and Cal will be able to relate to this, when you first go into, especially commercial changing rooms. Why? It's like a fucking nudist beach. Nobody gives a shit. Yeah. Any man over 50 has got, yeah. got his cock out. Yeah. 100%. Even in like a pure gym? Yeah, yeah even oh, more in a yeah. pure gym. Yeah. I saw, really? no joke, I went to a council gym and I saw a man drying his, he got went into the shower, dried his ass on the hand dryer, <laughs> like pulled his cheeks apart. In yeah, the mate, what well, I was about to say, there was a guy <laughs> when I walked into Total Fitness when I was younger, full length mirror, he, he's the only one in there at the time. And I thought, it was, I, I didn't look at him on purpose because I thought, I'm going to give him the benefit of doubt that he knows I'm here, but I haven't seen him yet. Didn't give a shit. I've walked in, He's, he's bent over head to toe with his arsehole spread open in the mirror looking and picking at like things on his arsehole and his bum cheek after he'd had a shower. That I is mean, And I gave him the benefit of the doubt but then I had to look at him and I thought, 
Straight to Mate, hell. I can I could see through his mouth out of his arsehole and into the mirror. We don't. Mm. Does women not I, do that? I just think we're more hygienic. I think with men though, there's like this culture of when you go to like the urinals, you like stand next to a guy and you just both have your dick out. And yeah. it's kind of like I, I personally, if there's an option, just like stand next yeah. to a guy with my dick out or go into a cubicle. This, go this, into a cubicle. Yeah. This is a touchy subject, this isn't it, for a lot of people because some people won't go and stand next to people at the at the urinals, whereas some people will. Is what is that because of? Is that because like of a inferiority complex is it because you just don't want to other guys looking at your penis is it i don't know what it is i think if i can limit the amount of time that i am standing next to a man with my dick in my hands i'll limit it yeah if it's a case of like i have to wait five minutes to use a cubicle or just stand next to a guy and pull my dick out <laughs> that's fine i'll do it whatever it's i'm literally there's it's not like an embarrassment thing it's not like yeah. shame or inferiority i just don't want to see your dick yeah, yeah. That's a, i don't want to i want to limit the amount of cocks i see in your dick <laughs> That's a fair point. I yeah. just have no nothing on this. Nothing. Well, I I suppose what would the, what would the kind of comparison be? It'd be if they had urinals and the female bit, you'd just go for a squat next to it, and then you'd all kind of sit next to each other. It's a bit yeah. weird, isn't it, when you think about it? Yeah, I also I get stage fright wheeze. You Do know, you? when someone comes into the cubicle, I just can't wee. <laughs> I just literally cannot we have you ever been to the toilet bent in like you know there's metal urinals that are like just one big sheet of metal yeah and a guy's peeing and it like I just splash back here onto oh. you disgusting sorry i didn't peeing. say yes to a urinal then by the way i thought you meant the metal toilet yeah, i was gonna say when have you been standing no, on a metal urinal i thought you meant the metal toilets where you have to squat and hover no no, no. no. this is where like another guy's pee splashes onto you onto yeah. your hands and your face Mate, try going to goodison park and there's just yeah. 50 100 guys literally peeing on top of you I you, so as a woman, what one thinks, what I do anyway in the toilets, if it's kind of a really, really dirty and quite unhygienic, you have to squat and hold a squat, so you're hovering above the toilet seat. Please comment if someone else says that. I really hope that's that's definitely not just me. That if is a whole to, thing. If you go to the toilet in Southeast Asia, a lot of the time they don't have actual toilets; they just have holes in the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That where, is, Turkey they had that as well. I think yeah. at the airport. Do you know what's actually really unhygienic to put tissue paper on the toilet seat? Yeah, I wouldn't do that. Why is that though? It's some because the actual toilet seats are made from or put in a certain chemical that doesn't allow germs to sit on it. So by putting toilet paper on it, picks the germs up and kind of puts it on you. So it's worse off for you to sit on toilet paper than it is just to sit right on the bowl. Is that every toilet? I think so. Yeah. That's an interesting. Mm. Because a lot of people do do that. A lot of people do put toilet paper down. I know I've done it a few times. I don't think I've ever done sat on the toilet roll lee roll i don't think i've, ever, I've just squatted I've strong legs can squat okay we're getting into some weird territory aren't we, we are in a weird territory but i think that like they i wanted to stop there anyway with those oh, did you? great with with the um the embarrassing story because i was trying to think if i've had a very horrific embarrassing i've done i've had a few where i've shaken a bottle and the lid's not on that's not that embarrassing i just kind of carry on with it tripping up oh, okay whose whose fault is this this is I, I did this in the gym when i was at total fitness I was doing sprints on a treadmill. You were? Yeah. Right. And bear in mind, there is about, in the total I used to go to, 50 treadmills. Yes. And yeah. not many of them are being used at this current time, okay? So I've set up two treadmills. One, two? Yeah. One's going slow. One's going really quick. I was hopping between them. Both, I've got my stuff on them. Out of all the treadmills, this guy's come over and stepped onto the treadmill, which is going at like 20 kilometers per hour because I'm doing sprints on them. Just 
straight immediately, boom, whack, head, head butts the treadmill, goes flying back into the bikes, and then the water bottle he's holding that's open hits a treadmill, flies back and soaks him as well. It's your fault. Why is that my fault? Because you don't need two treadmills and you can't just have a treadmill running because it's not always obvious that one's running. So if you stepped in it, you wouldn't actually know. Like to do sprints, okay, I take, you can just jump on and off. I kind of take partial blame there. I was just doing sprints on a treadmill. But like fucking, if you, you've got to wake up a little bit. The treadmill is literally so loud when it is you gone full pedal. But be a bit more aware. Okay, I think that was your fault. I, I, get, I take partial blame. <laughs> But also I'm doing, I'm doing sprints. Yeah, but you can do you do sprints on one treadmill. How? You just slow it down or go to the sides. Nah, I mean, lads, we always used to do that at the gym. You're a treadmill hoarder. Oh, God. That's like taking two barbells, one to just chill on, one to work on. A, right, okay. Let's look at supply and demand here. There's 50 treadmills in the gym. Yeah, but And there is about just... 40 not in use. I agree. That was your fault. Cal? Oh, sorry. I'd say 50-50. Yeah, I'd, I'd say, say 50, wake 50. up for sure. But then also, yeah, like Lucy said, it's like having one barbell with like 100 kilos and one with 60 on it, just like swapping between the two. It's a bit much. Yeah, it's I agree. a bit much, Ben Howden. I'd agree. I have no more that I would wish to share with the listeners today. Do you? Not really. To be fair, if I think of anything more embarrassing that's happened to me, I will let you know. But I don't think you can get more embarrassing than splitting your leggings, which you've had on a big scale because your balls dropped out. And I just have it where I had to leave the gym because it was so, just Yeah, basically, down if you go in the gym, guys, we have done it, seen it all. So you don't worry could, about it. You could, if you ever want to prevent it, just have like a spare pair of shorts always in your gym bag. Mm-hmm. If something ever... I always have a spare pair of shorts. There you go. There's my top tip. Have a spare pair of shorts, then it can't can't detract from your gym session. You just get a little change in rooms, change up, sorted. Mm-hmm. Speaking of bodies, what what is your favourite thing about my body? What is my favourite body part? This area. No, what body part? You've got to name a name of body part. Shoulders. You've got some right good shoulders. You do, but no, not really. <laughs> your shoulders are your shoulder cap into your bicep. Oh my God, when I first saw, the first time I ever saw Ben at the train station, it was one of them where I was like... I had a the hoodie on. No, you had a green khaki top with grey joggers. I can remember that from like five and a half years ago. I saw you in the first... I was like, God, your arms are massive. <laughs> you were like really attractive. But yeah, it was definitely the shoulders and the arms. Like t-shirt, no t-shirt, tight top, chill top. It's the one for me. You put, you put, you put hole. Um... <laughs> <laughs> um, Inappropriate. There's a lot of things, so that this is why I'm thinking. It's not because I can't think of anything. It's Isn't just, that the worst when you ask a question? It's like, oh, what do you love about me? Um, yeah, there's so many that I'm just just thinking. I think, but even like when you're because you're, you're sat opposite me, your shoulders just fill out hoodies and your stuff. Your eyebrows. Please don't do that. Why? Please don't do that. That's the poor. Really nice. You said body part is hair. That's, That's a body hair. part. That it's is the eyebrows not a body Absolutely part. Not. What is it then? It's hair on your face. They're a facial feature. Yeah, we didn't say facial features. Okay, so Or I would have said your eyes. Like your fucking eyebrows. What is my Your neck is really nice. Ben, can we stop? Because I'm going to I do leave. really like your neck. Why? It's got a nice neck. It's really long and girthy. It sits really nicely with your shoulder to head ratio. I do like your neck. I hate you. <laughs> you okay, you're bummed. Yeah. Go on, Carl. I'll let you off. I was just going to say you sound a little bit like Jeffrey Dahmer there. 
the neck the neck to waist ratio. Yeah, neck to waist ratio. You are you are a bum guy though. I just want to take some photos. Don't bang because it's really weird. I hate. Has anyone seen that? Speaking of, sorry, can we just what was the answer? Your bum. Your glutes. Yeah. Thank you. It's large, firm, strong. Strong. Feminine. Thank you. Love that. We started watching just before we sign off. The if anyone's not seen it yet, the Netflix film about the nurse. Oh, the good nurse. The good nurse. That was it, Carl. It's really. It's not. We've not finished it yet. No. The guy who plays the guy in it. I say that because I don't want to give it away. <laughs> is Newt from Newt from Fantastic Beasts? Because me and Ben start like we really recognised him. Yeah. I obviously get the Google out. Do you know what I need to stop The Google. Doing? What do you mean I the need, Google? Did, it's called Google. I, I, I also said the leg press, the Instagram. Yeah, that's I said fine. something else today. That, the leg no, press, no, no. the Google's not a thing. The Instagram isn't a thing either. It's just no. obviously a habit I've picked up. What were we just saying then? Oh, Newt. We really recognise him. So we get on Google and it's Newt Scamander from Fantastic Beasts. didn't I, bloody hell. Oh, yeah, it's not all the banders. Newt Scamander. But yeah, definitely watch that. That's our film recommendation of the day is The Good Nurse. I hope it's actually called that. I think Carl's waiting to give a film overview. No? Yeah, really good. And what was it? There's another one, actually, which Cal is not a film. Cal was talking about this morning. Apparently, there's one that's happened in Chester. What's one's that? What? Yeah, it's, I don't know. It's a movie, but about the, movie. the nurse who was uh, found to be killing babies basically in chester oh, yeah yeah lucy she's um she's under uh invested i think she's on trial now accused of i think it's like mm. 16 counts i of. will not be giving birth in chester then i will <laughs> yeah. be birthing somewhere else wow that is actually disgusting <gasps> people 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 there's i mean i'm not oh my god that's actually making me feel sick there's you must be some kind of monster to kill an innocent, small baby human. The mother has just mothered a baby in her stomach for nine months. Well, I think Cal was saying she got caught because she actually, a mother walked in as she was trying to kill the child. Well, so I think, uh, I don't know if that was the reason she was caught, actually. Um, But apparently there was a mother in the room while she was trying to kill one of the babies with like an overdose or something. But apparently she wrote a note saying, I'm evil, I did this. Just horrendous. Yeah, killed seven babies, attempted to kill another ten. Yeah. Sick. Can't ask Chester. Yeah, she's down the road from us. Yeah. yeah well, not Absolutely, this is a sick there. human being. Sick human being. And this is a really sad way to end the podcast. It was. That's, that's, let's finish on a lighter note. Really good weekend at the Jim Stark. Jim Stark? Jim Shark Welcome store. to Jim Stark. Yeah. How good is that? Tony Stark just started repping Jim Shark. Yeah. yeah. It was a really good weekend. The Jim Shark store opened on Regent Street, which is sick, wasn't it? We yeah. Down there with all the Honestly. Fam unbelievable it's more of a concept experience story yeah. it, it isn't just you go in and shop clothes it's got free classes so if you're in london book onto a free class it's got the pro bench area where you can learn things you can actually test out the clothes Mad. which is so freaking clever so you can try on a pair of leggings and be like is it squat proof oh i don't know i will go to the pro bench and i will check what do you reckon happen if i put a stringer and a pair of leggings on and just a 50 minute bench work i'm like oh, i don't want them I you know and my like, <laughs> sweat is just like yeah that's obviously you you've got people there who probably would not let you no, do a full workout yeah. but they are having seminars there and one of the examples was You'd like getting seminar, women into lifting i did a hybrid seminar just really great 30 experience free classes per week there. 30 30, that's what I said. I thought you said 33. No, 34 free. <laughs> oh, th- 33. Yeah. Great. It's incredible. Great brand. Gr- doing good things. And for super, London super cool as well. Store. 
the classes are really like extortionate, I think. Oh, yeah. I've been to a few classes in London, like, wow, it's very expensive. Yeah. So the fact Gymshark as a community are doing them for free, you know. Yeah. 10 well out of 10. We hope to enjoy today's yeah. also, episode. Also, sorry. Oh. The, uh, we have run for all those who are on the MyCoach app. We've just released a massive, probably the biggest update that we've released on the app so far today where you can move workouts around you can change your week to fit how you want so if you've got kids and you've shit the bed or your dogs ran out the house or you're going for drinks <laughs> i don't know whatever you're doing and you need to move a week, your week around you can do there's a couple of new features in there as well such as face id and a few other things and yeah. every month from now until early next year there are massive updates coming to the app which is going to be sick and also, because we've just released a new program, you yeah. can get a discount on the first month. Even if you don't choose that program, you can still use the code BUILD30. What do you mean? How do we get... Tell me how to get... How do I sign up to the app and get discount? You click the link below. Yeah. You click on it. You click VIP membership. Mm-hmm. It'll take you to the page. You apply the coupon. So you type, you type, BUILD30, and they'll do the discount for you. And, and the magic happens. Just, and the magic happens. There and you're go. all part of the fam. Great stuff. Have a... Oh, no, sorry. I was... Rewind. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Make sure that you do subscribe to the YouTube channel and you give it a rating because we love a rating. You can do that on iTunes, so Apple Podcasts. Don't know what the fuck you can do on Spotify. I think you can just be. <laughs> and, and please subscribe to, to wherever you're watching subscribe. or listening because it you does can help. Subscribe on Spotify. Subscribe. Yep. Yep. Oh, you can also heart it, I think, on Spotify. Yeah, that's subscription. Yep. Yeah. Oh, okay. We want everyone heart. to do that because then you also yeah. get notified. If you're listening, walking, running, tag us on story. If you're not so fit, couple page because we do post all those we'll try to have an awesome day or evening wherever you are and we'll catch you next week bye guys bye